There are 27 bones in your hand, 28 when you're lonely. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you. And today, we are going to talk about Wingman 101. Actually, this is more like Wingman 202 or 505 because this shit is the shit. I was doing it with my buddy this weekend and it was killing it, man. We were fucking crushing it, bro. I can't even explain it to you. And guys, I got yet another review for my coaching program. Just lay down to think about how many damn reviews I read on podcast after podcast and how many podcast episodes do I drop a week? That's right, two. So two per week, I'm getting reviews slightly solicited. I, I will admit, I write in and say, hey, bro, would you mind writing me a review about your experience in the program? But I'll tell you what, if they weren't satisfied with the results they got, they wouldn't fucking write a review. Believe me, believe me. I get asked for reviews all the time because I take tons of coaching programs. I always invest in myself, which I strongly suggest you do the same thing. I ain't writing a review unless the shit was the shit. And not to fluff my feathers too much here, but this shit is the shit. God, I believe in this, man. And we got a review from a guy, get this, with the last name Mick Mackin. <laughs> Mick Mackin. The first time I saw that, I was like, oh, this guy's fucking with me. Then I met with him on the breakthrough session that I give, a free breakthrough session. He's like, no, nah, man, it's my real last name. I'm not going to say his first name because it's probably not a very common last name, so I don't want to give away his identity, but damn, I love this guy. What is up, Mick Mackin? Damn right, you're Mick Mackin now, dude. You're getting all the girls, so this is what he says, and then we'll jump into the content. Mark, you Spartan warrior. Your program has shown me confidence that I never envisioned I could possess, exclamation point. I've always been a man that women selected and frequently discarded. I'm now the selector and have learned to make women the supplicants and weed out those unworthy of my time. Truly an atmosphere of plenty, and I can truly wear the bracelet asking, what would I do if I was dating for other girls? And guys, that's a reference to one of my golden rules. I actually have a podcast about it called The Golden Rule of Seduction. Anytime you make a decision about anything having to do with a woman, ask yourself first, what would I do here? If I were dating for other women, what would I do in this situation right now? If I were dating for other girls, and then you will get the right answer. So he said, truly an atmosphere of plenty. And I can truly wear the bracelets asking, what would I do if I were dating for other girls? He goes on to say the NLP program is a marvel and has completely changed the way I interact with myself and the world. The brotherhood is a network of champions ready to support each other's journey Thank you for selecting me for this incredible opportunity. Love, Mick Mackin. Mick Mackin, you know you are an absolute champion and I do appreciate you. This guy is now getting more ass than a toilet seat as all my clients do. Yes, all of them who do the work. And 95% of them do the work because I make sure they do it, right? I make sure they show up, do the assignments, show up to the coaching calls, do all the NLP. I crack that whip, boy, I crack that whip. And that's why my guys get success. Even if I have to drag their fucking lazy ass across the finish line, kicking and screaming, eventually they wake up, man. When I smack them upside the head enough times, eventually they're like, all right, I need to step up and do this shit because it's in my best interest. And then they become bonafide girl magnets, getting the women they've always wanted to get. 
I believe in it so much, as you can tell. But today we're going to talk about winging, going out to the clubs with your wingman. And this is a really cool technique that I use all the time. It is extremely, extremely powerful. Okay, so we understand that oftentimes when we go out, we're with a friend or two or three. Now, what I like to do when going out with my guy friends is one of the key elements of being a good wing partner, which is to bring a good vibe into our dynamic together or in the group, okay? So if I go out with one dude and three chicks, if I go out with three different guys or whatever the dynamics tend to be, I'm always really focusing on bringing a good dynamic in that group. There's two types of people in the nightclubs and the bars. And by the way, you can do winging in day game too, okay? So there's two different types of people in all of society, let's say. Those who are the observed and those who are the observing, okay? So you're either observing other people or you're being observed. Which one do you think you should be when you go out? Which one do you think you should be in your day-to-day life? You're absolutely right. You should be the dude who people are observing. Why do people observe other people? Because they have a better energy. It's all down to energy. In fact, states are contagious. So everybody's always trying to get into a better state, right? So when you're in a shitty mood, when you're not having a good dynamic in your group, people aren't going to want anything to do with you. But the group, and that includes just having one wingman, is a great opportunity to bring good energy, to make each other laugh, to have a really good time. Now, obviously, I'm not speaking about being obnoxious. I'm speaking about giving value to the venue, to the bar, to the nightclub, or even to the day game, the streets, if you will, that you happen to be doing that day. So we always want to envision ourselves as kind of bringers of the light. You guys are brightening up everybody else's light because you yourself are a bright light. Other people's lights are usually not as bright as yours is. You can also liken it to a fire. Your fire is burning brightly. It's burning with a lot of heat. And little fires, which are smoldering, want to get close to you to reignite their own fires because being lit up, being heavily on fire with energy feels good. It feels really good. So states are contagious. So my first tip about winging is, dude, it's all about your friends. It's all about your dynamic in your group. Now, certainly... After you do that, after you go in and you pump each other up and, you know, listen to music on your way to the nightclub or whatever it is, you obviously go speak to other people, but you're bringing that good energy to other people. You're brightening them up because especially with women, they're always seeking state outside themselves and states are highly contagious. Remember that fire analogy. But then when you get back with your boy, it's all about your friend. Another rule of winging is the guy who opens first is the guy who gets his pick. Oftentimes, there's going to be chicks hanging out together. There's a cute one. There's a Canyon Mule. There's a Sea Donkey. There's a New York Rump Roast. Okay, so obviously, the dude who opens gets to choose his target. And my buddy and I will usually tell each other, hey, I'm going to go open that three set right there. I'm interested in the blonde. Or I'm going to go open that two set right there. I like the redhead. Okay, so whoever it is, you got to tell your guy in advance who you're picking because he's going to help you get her. Now, another thing we do is while we're speaking, and we were doing this just this weekend, we were talking to each other. And and by the way, we don't talk on the way to the club so that we have stuff to talk about when we get to the club. In fact, that's where me and some of my good friends really catch up with each other. And so we were out. I was mentoring them a little bit. I was helping them practice, but I wasn't doing it in the car over or even on the walkover. Okay, we save everything we need to speak about at the nightclub so that you're actually interacting with each other rather than standing with your back to the bar 
holding a drink in front of you, creating walls, looking super uncomfortable and looking out onto the dance floor like a fucking lion on the Serengeti looking for a little gazelle to take down. That is not the look you want. Get the predator look out of your face and instead get the life of the party vibe put into your group, okay? I want you to roll up that siege tower on that goddamn nightclub and give her hell, bro. I want you to be the MC of that place. Make it better from you having been there. Remember, guys, you are the light, okay? There's a lot of darkness out in the world today, so we are the bringers of the light. We bring up everybody's energy. I want you to feel like you're almost the steward of the nightclub, okay? So it's your responsibility for everybody else to have fun. It's your responsibility for everybody to feel good. You are a nuclear-powered girl magnet. That's the way I want you to think of it, okay? This is your racecraft. This is your philosophy. We need to do this so that you're not gonna sleep with a girl tonight who you have to roll over twice just to get off of her, okay? So this is why we do this. We need to give value. So you guys are talking, and as you're talking, you may be looking over your friend's shoulder and you say, okay, I see a couple girls over there. One girl's wearing like a pink jacket. She's got blonde hair, super fine. That's gonna be the one I go after, all right? So I'm gonna go open them right now. And when I signal you, you'll come in. Sound good? He says, sound good. Okay, so I go over, I open them up with a myriad of openers that I've taught you guys, or even just a simple observation opener or a simple question opener. This isn't about opening in this episode, but I've done plenty about opening. But usually what I tell my clients is, listen, relax on the trying to memorize a bunch of openers. Who do you think lies more, guys or girls? Hey, ladies, what do you think this jacket that I'm wearing? Okay, listen, I used to do those myself. Now I don't. I usually just go over and say, what's up, ladies? What's your names? Okay, I just introduce myself and start chatting with them. No big deal. So as I'm chatting with them, I'm holding court. And what I want to get is I want to get some attraction. I want to get some social proof. So what I'm going to do is tell stories. I'm going to make it about them, such as my best friends test between two girls. And that test goes like this. So are you guys best friends? And they're oftentimes like, yeah, definitely. And I'll be like, how long you two know each other? And they're like five years. And I'll be like, you want to take the best friends test? And they'll say, yeah, for sure. And I'll be like, okay, what shampoo does she use? Or what eyeshadow does she use? Who's her favorite artist? If she could have lunch with anybody in the world, who would it be? Who do you think it would be? And then they look at each other. They're having a good time because guys, you're making it about them. Remember the acronym with them. What's in it for me? That is what everybody is thinking. And so many guys go into sets trying to take value and only think about with them, what's in it for me? Instead, you want to think about what's in it for them. What are they going to get out of this? And when you're not a cuck fluffer going over there, just trying to take their number, trying to take them on a date, trying to take their underwear off, just take, 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 fucking take. And instead you're a giver and thinking about how can I bring value to them by speaking about them, they're going to like you a lot more. All right, so you go over, you do the typical kind of thing that I always teach. You open, stack, 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 tell stories, do cold reading, make it about them too, make them laugh. Don't forget to include the unattractive girl if there is one there, because I'll tell you, if you leave her out, which so many guys do to this poor girl, she is gonna come blow you out like a linebacker tackling you on the two-yard line, okay? So you're on the two-yard line, you're about to score a touchdown, and here comes this goddamn linebacker flying horizontally from the 50-yard line like Superman, fucking tackling you and fumbling the football right on the second-yard line. She's gonna take her friends away. You're gonna get blown out so hard it's gonna knock the mustache off your best friend's face. 
who's standing 20 feet away. He's going to be like, dude, what did you do, man? You forgot to include the Canyon Mule, you idiot. You got to remember to include everybody, make everybody feel good. And guys, I want to test you. How do you neutralize an unattractive girl who A, you don't want blowing you out and who B, you don't want getting attracted to you? That's right. You tell her she looks like your sister or she totally reminds you of your cousin. This is something I'll do all the time and I did it this weekend. Oh my God, you look just like my cousin. What's your last name? I swear to God, we're related. Okay, and she's like, whatever, Ramirez or whatever the fuck it was. And I'm like, ah, my last name's Singh. But man, if I had a picture of her on my phone, I'd totally show you her. You guys are identical twins and she's such a cutie. Come here, give me a hug. You're my best friend now. See how I did that, boys? I disarmed her by making her feel good telling her she looks like my cousin. And I kind of said she's a cutie, which usually isn't true. But you know, you got to blow a little smoke up their asses sometimes to neutralize them. And then hugged her, made her feel like we're best friends. And now she's going to help me hook up with her hot friend. Because time and time again, with these unattractive girls, dudes are always trying to yank their friends' phone numbers. And they're sick of it. Just imagine how much that sucks. In fact, some of you guys listening have been that dude who has a friend who gets all the chicks and you're left there feeling like shit. It's a horrible feeling. And believe me, I've been there myself. So let's empathize with the plight of unattractive women. Yes, I call them canyon mules, Nebraska cows, sea donkeys, mountain trolls, and New York rump roasts. Of course, I'm kidding. Okay, guys too can be like Needy Ned, Lascivious Larry, Perverted Paul. Believe me, I'd give nicknames to all kinds of people. It's not just females, but let's put ourselves in the shoes of these females, the ones that are unattractive, and be cool to them. Okay, now... You're in set. And let's just do two girls. And now we got two guys, you and your wingman. Okay. So we can do this with three girls too. It's a little more complicated. So I'm just going to stick to the two girls example, but you can figure it out once I explain this to you, how to do it with three girls. So I'm talking to two girls. Both of them are somewhat cute, but I like the blonde with the tight ass, the long legs, the tight belly and the thigh gap. Okay. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. So I tell my boy, hey, listen, I'm going for the blonde. He's like, obviously, man, is there a mustache in Mexico? Of course you're going for that blonde. Look how hot she is. And I'm like, exactly, dude. I'm about to get her, bro, with your help. So I go over, open them up, drop charisma bombs like I'm a C-130 charisma gunship. Meanwhile, my wingman is kind of standing nearby, picking lint out of his belly button, waiting for me to signal him in. Okay, so talking to this girl, dropping the charisma, they get attracted to me, and then I do the old signal boys. Now, between me and my friends, what I do is I itch the back of my neck. Two purposes to this. First of all, it's unmistakable. I'm tall, so my arm is obviously visible over everybody else in the crowd, but also, and this is kind of a joke, so don't fucking roll your eyes at me. I'm just kidding, man. Don't take yourself so seriously. Also, to flex up a little bit, right? Show the bicep, show the work I've been putting in the gym, itch the back of my neck and make sure my hand's at that certain angle where the bicep extremely pops. And I'm like, ah, I got an itch back here on my neck. And then my wingman starts coming in. Okay, now the flip technique that I spoke about in the title is exactly that. He's going to come up and start talking to my target, the blonde chick. Remember the hot blonde? Freaking crystal blue eyes, perfect teeth, skin of an angel, super perky tits, Flat belly, thigh gap, long legs, knows how to dress, and smells good. Oh, and by the way, has a great voice and is an awesome conversationalist. So the fuck I'm talking about. So he starts talking to her. Why would we do that? Because he's going to build me up. And if the other girl is cute, I'm going to build him up to that girl. I'm going to be like, hey, so have you met Brian? And she'll be like, no, not at all. And I'll be like, oh my God, you don't know this dude? He is this, 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 and this. I'm just going to build 
him the fuck up. And I'm also going to say his ex-girlfriend, oh my God, gorgeous, man. I cannot believe you broke up with that girl. I don't know what this dude was thinking. But anyway, him and I were out the other night and this and that happened where I tell a story about Brian's heroism, his championhood, and how he's a goddamn legend that songs will be written about that, yes, will be sung around campfires for generations to come. Now, certainly, I'm not going to build him up too obviously where she knows what I'm doing. I'm going to be very subtle about it. I'm going to tell some stories. And guys, by the way, when I'm trying to get the blonde and I'm talking to the brunette, how do you think I'm going to neutralize her? Barring that last thing I did on the fat girl, okay? She's not there. How am I going to neutralize that girl? You're damn right. I'm going to tell her she looks just like my cousin. I just do that all the time. There's literally 55,600 million girls out there who look just like my cousin because I've told all of them that and they all believe it. They're like, oh, that's so sweet, right? And they love me. It works so goddamn well. So I'm going to tell that to her so that she's neutralized. And here's a subtle tip that you can do with your wingman. You can always tell girls that they look like your cousin and he can always tell girls something similar. I wouldn't suggest saying cousin. What I like to say in different instances is that she kind of reminds you of a friend of yours and you're wondering if they're sister and brother. Okay, because usually, and you guys all know what I'm talking about, when you see a girl who's like kind of cute, but she kind of looks like your friend, it just kills all attraction, right? You're like, ah, that chick, she kind of looks like Chris a little bit with her nose and her chin, and I just can't get down on it. So he kind of implies that, or I imply that and vice versa. And this is something that Brian and I will discuss. I'll be like, listen, when I go in and talk to your target, I'm going to tell her she reminds me of my cousin. When you go in and talk to my target, you can say she reminds you of whatever, right? Your friend Chris, are you guys sit brother and sister? Is your last name Howard? Because you look exactly like my friend Chris Howard. He's a really good friend of mine. Are you guys related? And she'll be like, no. He'd be like, dude, it's crazy. You guys like literally look the same. Girls will know that when you say that, it's a deal breaker, right? They're not going to be interested in you. Okay, so here's the magic right here. He's building me up to my target. I'm building him up to his target. Once we feel like the dynamic is right, like once the conversation drops a little bit, we switch. We switch girls. Okay, so how I do that, and I did it this weekend, is I'll overhear something that they're talking about, and I'll be like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I went snowboarding up there. It's the craziest thing. And then I'll kind of just like start talking to her and him, and then he'll switch over to his target. You know, it takes a little finesse, takes a little experience, but this works so well. So to reiterate, boys, you go in and the guy who opens first gets his choice of the target. Hopefully she likes you. That's a completely different podcast episode, but usually she will when you get your game strung tight and when he builds you up correctly. It's a no-brainer, man. It works fucking great. You go in, build attraction, build trust, build rapport. When you feel like it's on a high note, signal your friend in. By the way, as he arrives, be like, oh, this is my friend Brian and say something cool about him, right? He's the only guy who XYZ before the age of 28 or whatever it is. So I often say about my friend Brian is be like, dude, this guy's in solar sales. He could sell wood to a forest. This guy is so convincing, right? I didn't even want to come out tonight. He really wanted to come out and here I am. And usually I'm a pretty stubborn son of a bitch, but this dude, so charismatic, such a great salesman. Anyway, this Brian and your name again, Alicia. This is Brian, and then he says, nice to meet you. He starts talking to my target. I start talking to his. When there's an opening in the conversation, we flip, and then we both get to work. Easy way to yank numbers very fucking quickly. And another thing, boys, is this. Don't take a wingman out who sucks with women, okay? Preferably, you want a dude who's better than you are. 
You want a guy who's into this stuff. Like if you show him my podcast and he's like, oh, that's stupid. Do not go out to the nightclubs with that dude because he's just going to blow you out. And I hear time and time again, not only from my listeners, but also my clients. They're like, dude, I have this friend who's just horrible with girls. What do I do with him? I'm like, you play tennis with him. You play soccer with him. You play video games with him. But that's it. You don't play game with him. You go get a guy who's good at game. Now, how do you do that? Easy. You go to nightclubs, you go to bars, even sometimes on the street, you can find these guys. Introduce yourself and be like, hey, bro, are you into you know PUA stuff, learning how to get better with women? Most of the time they are. They follow some kind of pickup artist type guy. You guys talk about that, exchange numbers, and you guys go out together. Okay, Brian, the dude who I keep talking about, that dude I met in the nightclubs. I just saw him killing it. He saw me killing it. We made eye contact a few times. And then one day I went over to him and I was like, what's up, man? What's your name? And he actually, it's crazy. He'd actually heard of my podcast, which is pretty fucking cool. And now we're homies and we go out together and we fucking crush it. Now his case is he's single. So he gets, dude, I get that guy laid, bro. I get that guy laid. I have Marissa, my girlfriend, so I don't take it further than I need to. But so that I can be a good podcast host to you, so that I can be a good coach, I need to still practice this shit. It's a perishable skill, and I frankly enjoy it. I love getting women attracted to me. So I go out and practice. I would never in a million years cheat on my girlfriend because I have more fucking honor than a phalanx of Spartans. By the way, boys, always be a man of your word. Every word you say by definition is a promise. If you flake, if you go against your word, that's not only compromising your confidence, but it's severely compromising your masculinity and people's trust in you as well as most importantly, your trust in yourself. So when I go out, Marissa knows I'm good to go, man. I'm going to flirt with these chicks, get them attracted to me, and that's it. And it drives them fucking crazy, boys. You want to get really good with girls? Just pretend you have a girlfriend. And that goes into my other tip that I said earlier. What would I do if I were dating four girls? What would I do in this position if I were dating four girls? Would I try to get her number? Not really. Would I care about what's happening? Not really. If a fucking line backing cock block flies horizontally off the 50-yard line and nails me in the end zone, thus fumbling and getting a touchback, would I care that much? Not really. When you don't give a shit, that's when your results absolutely explode. So ask yourself, what would I do if I were dating four women? And guys, use this winging technique. But once again, not with some sea bass who you grew up with and who you feel loyal to because you guys are good friends. I admire your loyalty, but all he's going to do is get you blown out because he's dragging you down. Go find a new wingman, a guy who's into this shit. Have him listen to this podcast. You guys can listen to it together on your way to the nightclub and be like, all right, man, that's what we're doing. Watch how good that shit works. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please make sure to stay tuned for the next one. If you'd like to meet with me on a free one-on-one breakthrough session, you know what to do. Click the link in the description below or go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, fill in the quick application, send that in, watch the little video that happens after you send in your application. It's me giving you a personalized message. Watch that video. I'm going to contact you. I'm going to send you my schedule. You and I are going to meet one-on-one and talk about your issues, talk about your struggles with women, talk about how I can get you to the absolute tippity top of the mountain, being a complete nuclear-powered girl magnet getting more ass than a toilet seat every day of the week and twice on Sunday. If you want that, go to my website, fill in that application, and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. Do appreciate you listening, gentlemen, and I will see you in the next episode.